the title as the man it pertained to. A pity he wasn't more like his brother. Just thinking of Bennett made her smile and look forward to the visit. Bennett was charming and approachable. He didn't wear that invisible but somehow tangible crown every minute of the day. Alexander was like his father. Duty, country, family— that didn't leave much time for relaxation. Well, she wasn't here to relax either. She was here to talk to Alexander and to talk business. Times had changed, and she wasn't a young, impressionable girl who could be awed by royalty or hurt by unspoken disapproval. No, Alexander was too well-bred ever to speak his disapproval, but no one Eve had ever known could convey it more clearly. If she hadn't wanted to spend a few days in Cordina again, she would have insisted that he come to Houston. Eve preferred discussing business on her own turf and on her own terms. With a smile, she stepped from the limo. Since she'd given up the first, she'd just have to make sure she won the second. Dueling with Alexander and winning would certainly be a pleasure. The palace doors opened just as she started up the wide stone steps. Eve stopped. Her dark blue eyes took on a wicked light as she dipped into a deep curtsy. Your Highness. Eve! With a quick pleasant laugh, Bennett bounded down the steps to her. He'd been with the horses again, she thought as his arms went around her. Their scent clung to him, earthy and real. When she'd met him seven years before, he'd been a beautiful young man with an eye for the ladies and a good time. Drawing back to look at him, she saw he was older, certainly, but little else had changed. "'It's so good to see you!' He kissed her hard, but the passion was friendship and nothing more. "'Too long between visits, Eve. It's been two years since you've been in Cordina.' I'm a working woman, Bennett. She slid her hands down to clasp his. How are you? If looks mean anything, you're marvelous. And if the scandal sheets mean anything, you're very busy. All true. He grinned, and his clean-lined, almost poetic face became irresistible. Come inside. I'll fix you a drink. No one's told me how long you're staying. That's because I'm not sure myself. It depends. Her arm hooked through his. She entered the palace. It was cool, white, and wide. Stairs swept up the side of the main hall, curling up and beyond the lofty ceiling. She'd always felt steady here, secure with the flavor of antiquity, continuity, Tapestries stretched over the walls, swords crossed with blades gleaming. A Louis XIV table held a bowl of distressed silver overflowing with jasmine. How was your flight? Mmm, long. They turned off the main hall into a parlor where the drapes were open wide and the sun spilled in. The rays had long since beaten into the upholstery and faded it comfortably, There were roses here, rising out of porcelain and crystal. Eve dropped onto a sofa and drew in the scent. 
Let's say I'm glad to be on the ground, glad to be here. Tell me how everyone is, Ben. Your sister? Bree's wonderful. She'd planned to meet you at the airport, but her youngest has the sniffles. He chose a bottle of dry vermouth and poured it over ice. One of his greatest charms was never forgetting a woman's preferences. It's still hard, after all these years, to picture my sister as a mother, especially a mother of four. I've a letter from Chris and orders to hand-deliver it. She also wants a full report on her goddaughter. Let's see, which one is that? Ah, Camilla. I can tell you firsthand she's a scamp, drives a brother's mad. That's what sisters are for. Smiling, she accepted the drink. And Reeve? He's fine, though there's no doubt he'd be more comfortable if they were settled.